Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed my podcast on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, this is a fetish Friday. If you have a fetish that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. Everyone makes up phony names. Uh, if you want to be on the show, send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com. Uh, if you want to leave a confession, I have a confessions line. You can call that number 24 seven. I change the voices there too. I air all those episodes on my Patreon. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. Now, um, on my Patreon, I do uh, air those anonymous confessions. They are, I changed the voices of those too. But what's great about my Patreon is I have two fetish tiers over there. Besides seeing anonymous pics of all of my guests and getting all the episodes early and ad-free and hearing all of the anonymous confessions, and it also is a place where you get access to my private Discord channel where people are doing all kinds of naughty things. All of my guests are going on there now and posting like X-rated stuff because I don't do that on my Patreon. I also have a hoser tier just for guys who are into pantyhose, whether you're into wearing them or just seeing women wearing them or you're obsessed with pantyhose. I call you guys hosers. If you're a hoser, I have a whole tier dedicated to hosers on my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Besides getting all the stuff I just mentioned, you also get an extra exclusive episode of pantyhose content that you can't get anywhere else. And since I've been doing this uh, Patreon for years, there's so much, there's so many extra episodes that uh, you can't get anywhere else. So if you want to join my Patreon, it's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now today, I have on Mark. Now you are going to want to join Patreon because Mark is into footsies and he used to create content like footsie content uh, on Instagram and YouTube. And he was really good at it. People like loved his stuff and then we got knocked out uh, and he's going to send me uh, a video. So if you want to see his footsie videos, join my Patreon. But what he did is he called in today to explain the footsies fetish. When I, when he emailed me, I thought footsies meant just like feet touching each other, but like, no, duh. Footsies is like, you know, a woman underneath the table sneaking around with her foot and turning a guy on. Like that is what he is into. He's been into it since he was really young. He remembers and talks about everything like from the beginning, the movies that he saw and the little clips in the movies and commercials that he remembers that he turned on. I mean, he was so into it that he would like race home and like D not DVR because you can't DVR. He would like tape things and tape little clips that had footsie scenarios on them when he was li like little. And, you know, he's keeping that tape like hiding it like he was like stashing porn because to him it was porn. It was such a turn on to him. And then when 
he got a little older and the internet came around, he realized that there were other guys into this. A very famous guy called Nye Lover. He talks about that, an Italian guy that had something called Feet Under the Table. And that's when he realized he wasn't the only guy with this foot, uh, footsie fetish thing. He is a little bit of a hoser himself. It Definitely a foot in pantyhose with high heels under the table is like the top of the mountain for him. He talks about how open he has been about his fetish with the women. He's had two wives. His first wife engaged him a little bit, but at the end, it turned out she wasn't really that into it. But his second wife, who he's with now, was totally down from the get-go. He talks about the difference of why he feels like, you know, revealing his fetish and why it has worked uh, the way it has successfully with this wife as opposed to what he did, as opposed to his first wife. He does cop to what he thinks he did different and why it worked better with the second wife. She's totally into playing footsies with him. She really knows how to turn him on. She's down for it. They started, like I said, to do some videos and content online on YouTube and on Instagram, and they got a pretty big following, and they were really into it, but they got taken down. He just came on to talk all about the fetish. I was excited because I had never heard about it before, but I'm assuming you're here because you have it or you're curious about it too. So, you know, I'm wondering if there's anybody that's into footsies that are going to know my guy and his girl and the stuff that they used to post. I don't know. He gives some names to stuff. So maybe you know of him and his content, but he doesn't have that anymore. He's just here to talk about his footsie fetish. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Mark. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Uh, hi, Mark. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Oh, I'm very well. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm a little excited to talk to you because, you know, I, I have been doing my show for eight years. Okay, so it's I, most of the time I, I've heard of things a million times over, but I'll always talk to somebody that's done the same thing because the stories are always unique, right? I'm talking to people about their specific life. But it's very, so it's rare that I get on a topic that I've never really talked about before, but you are bringing me a fetish that I have never discussed with anything. And that is like, you are very into footsies and I was like oh like you have a foot fetish and you're like not really like it's like footsies <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> it is what the fuck it yeah. is what the fuck it's even to the point where even discussing it like I'm pretty open yeah you know with, with some friends and you know people getting into what we're into to the point where I'm like yeah I just like feet you know you just say I, that because it's easier cover, I don't want to get into the whole, whole footsie shit where yeah. it's a whole rabbit hole to get down to so I'm like, yeah, I'm into foot shit. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. Uh, as it's like uh, fairly common, I guess, nowadays. Or more more verbalized, I should say. Yeah, uh, foot yeah. fetish is a big thing. Foot fetish and pantyhose fetish are two big it, fetishes out there that are very popular. And that surprised me when I first started doing my show. I know that you did say you have a little bit, like if anything... If you have another fetish that's attached to this, it would be the pantyhose thing, right? You're a little bit of yeah. a hoser as well, right? I'm a hoser. A hoser with the heels. The ho a hoser with the heels? Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I think it boils down to just growing up when I did. Mm -hmm. uh, I would have, like, relatives, you know, working in offices, uh, the teachers, you know, watching them dangle their shoe as oh they taught and whatnot. It was just more common, yeah. you know, growing up. So I think uh, development-wise, it just kind of stuck with me. 
Yeah, a lot of hosers have said that. Maybe it's because that's what you saw at the time. Like, I wonder if, like, you know, 20 years from now, are the kids that are in this generation or the one right before where their moms weren't wearing pantyhose and they didn't see anyone wearing pantyhose, are they going to have that fetish? I don't know. I think it's more towards socks. Getting into it, because my wife and I kind of have, like, a little... You know, IG Twitter page where we, you know, throw up some content. I can get into that. Yeah, okay. Socks are in, especially with the younger demographic. So socks is what you're saying is the big thing? Uh, apparently, which is funny because I'm totally not into it. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it makes uh, a little side change. Yeah, but real hey, before but we you... get into your whole story, because that's really what I want to talk about, but quick question about these sure. people that are into socks. Like, do they want to see socks in high heel? Like, do they want to see a woman in high heels with socks on or just, like, no, f- feet in socks? just regular old socks. Right. Like, I think it's just more so, hey, a woman coming home from the gym or whatnot, taking off her athletic shoe and seeing a sweaty socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Like, well, it, let's yeah, go back very. to you. Okay, so how did you get into this whole footsies pantyhose thing? Oh, boy. Uh, as, as far as I can remember back, and it actually stemmed from watching movies. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. It was the 80s. So mm-hmm. there was like a, a number of different scenes where the camera would like pan under the table and then it would be like a woman, you know, fondling a guy. Some of this scenes I can remember is like a weekend at Bernie's. Like there's oh, a really? chain scene there where it pans under the table and then like the mafia guy's wife is like fondling Bernie, you know, before he gets killed. Another one that does come to mind and it's a kid's movie. Uh, I don't know if you remember Gremlins 2. Yeah, of course. Where there's like a whole freaking scene where like uh, the dude's boss is straight up, you know, under the table, puts her foot right in his crotch. Right. And like watching these, at the time, I mean, I, I was a young kid, so I didn't really know what it meant. To me, it just seemed kind of like, oh, she's giving them a massage. Mm-hmm. You know, that must seem nice and interesting. But I, I was intrigued by it. As I got older, again, there's no internet at the time, even like going into my grandpa's nudie magazines. I mean, there's no like footsie or foot shit in there. No. So uh, what I would have to do is, you know, wait for some of these movies I knew had those scenes, you know, on the TV guide or that channel that had like the schedule for the movies, set up the VCR and tape it when nobody else was home and watching. So it was like your dirty little <laughs> secret was like this little clipped in Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah, Weekend at Bernie's, Gremlins. Hilarious. Sometimes it was like like commercials. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. like a fucking like Nets Cafe coffee commercial that had something like that in it. So I have this VHS compiled of all these scenes as a young kid. And of course, I had to hide it. We only had a couple of TVs with a VCR in the home, so I had to wait for people not to be home. But then what was fascinating in my teen years, when we did get internet, I mean, this was maybe late 90s, early 2000s, I discovered a whole website full of it. Like, apparently, there was, like, other guys yeah. uh, much older than myself yeah, uh, who were kind of, like, hunting these scenes down. And the funny thing was it was Italian-based. So they had American movies and a whole array of foreign movies I'd never even heard of with these scenes in it. 
That so was that the, that's me. the greatest thing about the internet. Unless you're a narcissist and you just want to live in the delusion that you're like unique, you know. I mean, what what the yeah. internet does is make you realize you're not fucking unique. If you're into something, there are millions of other people that are into the same shit, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I found this group. Yeah. And it was cool because it just wasn't like because everybody was was scene hunters. There was like like a blog. Yeah, and yeah. Then like if a new movie came out, somebody would be like, "Oh, hey, did you go watch this this movie? It has a scene like at 32 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Let's upload it." You know, so it was kind of like a a cool little community. What was the name of that website? Do you remember? Is it still around? Oh yeah, it, it, it's still going on now. It's called uh, Feet Under the Table. Feet and it's, uh, Under the Table. Uh huh. Feet Under the Table. Uh, ran by an Italian dude, uh, Nye Lover, that that's his username. And the funny thing about Nye Lover is he's a married dude. Yeah. And he had like a separate clip-to-tail site with his wife where they'd be out to dinner, like, pub, you know, public restaurant or family dinner, and the wife would film under the table her fondling her man. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Wow. And so, you know, I have to be honest, and this is how dumb I am. When you emailed me and said you were into footsies, I'm thinking footsies uh, is like, oh, my foot is touching your foot underneath the table. But no, you mean like a foot touching a cock, like going up a leg, like all of the above, right? It's more than just a foot touching foot. Yeah. And and again, and, and there's like sub genres in this, yeah. Uh, where some other guys are like, "Hey, like I like watching a full on foot job under the table." Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, it, in my personal opinion, hey, I'm not knocking anybody, but it's kind of cartoonish because in like real life, I mean, that's not going to happen, right? But in some of my experiences, like even just the the woman fondling the guy's leg just a little bit, it's suggestive. You know, like there's intent there. It's like, uh-huh. hey, I'm coming on to you. It's hidden. It's discreet, and, and it's fun. Right, and because it, it's naughty. It, it's naughty and mischievous. Yeah, especially with with other people around. I mean, like that's hot as shit. Yeah, you know, you're, you're right. This mm-hmm. little game under the table. Uh, meanwhile, there's a whole you know family dinner going on, and nobody knows what you're up to. Especially you know with the people playing. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's not your partner. You know, maybe, maybe it's someone you just met or maybe it's somebody you're not supposed to be playing with. Like the whole idea of it just always fascinated me. Yeah, it's interesting, though, that you picked that up when you were super young in those movies, that little. I mean, it was kind of like porn for you. I mean, you were hiding it as if you were watching porn. But like if your parents found it, they would be like, 
I, I don't know. You know, I get like, are you just into this like rubbing on the leg? I don't know. It's kind of funny. You no, know, exactly. And then even at a young age, I knew me watching it. I always felt embarrassed. Yeah, of uh, course. With other people in the room. Because you knew, because you knew. So you're just projecting like, oh my God, they know that I'm getting a little woody here, but nobody would have ever thought. For sure. And I yeah. would like excuse myself knowing a scene would come up and knowing my whole time was watching. I'll just walk out the room, just not having to deal with that situation. You know? Yeah, that's so funny. So how does it go? So you find that site and, you know, now... Did, were you like furiously jerking off to this shit then you knew it was a fetish and a compulsion like oh when you were God, young yeah. I mean I mean I was 14 mm-hmm. I fucking like raced home <laughs> <laughs> to see if there's like a new scene uploaded uh, you know when you found that site so that was like hitting the gold mine that that was around the time where I started to masturbate religiously okay you know I think mm-hmm. it was, my, my first wet dream occurred once I figured it out it's like oh put two and two together uh, but again, it was one of those things. We only had a family computer. It's not like I had a laptop or right. there's no iPhones back then. Yeah, <laughs> so I yeah. had to wait for that computer to be vacant. And there's been times where it's like, you know, my mom approached me about the search history. I mean, she had an idea. All she said was, hey, be careful what you're looking at because we can see. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. What was your uh, search history, though? Like footsies, uh, nylons? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't that a specific site, uh, I mean, back then the websites were grainy as shit. Uh, there are studios, there's models involved. Sometimes they would make like their, you know, like a 70s porn scene, you know, with the whole cheesy music in the back to create some of these scenes. Yeah. But of course, it led into like something more X rated with a foot job and whatnot. But for me, I just like more of like the cinematic scenes where it's more suggest- suggested, to be honest. Interesting. Now that guy, because his name was Nye Lover, was he also yeah. like you that he liked that the Nye stands for nylons? Yeah. Okay, so that he really had your same exact kink. I mean, he was into the the footsies, but with wearing yeah. hose at the same time. Correct. Exactly, which fucking like blew my mind. And right. like the videos he made with his wife, because his wife was all on board. Yeah. You know, so she would dress up heels nylons and totally give them up the whole show wherever they went in these uh clips yeah and now i do know that you and your wife do stuff like that we'll get to that i don't want to jump ahead but eventually sure, you're sure. doing that shit i'm assuming now with your wife correct you said you yes. have some social media but before you get there now like when you were younger and you knew this was your thing did you tell anybody did you keep it a secret or were you always up, no. up front with the girls you were dating well, the thing was, some girls just did it on their own, not knowing the power it had. Right. Um, I remember middle school and high school. Uh-huh. I mean, just sitting in history class, and then, like, I failed this girl's toes creeping up my pant leg. You know, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck's going on? You know? <laughs> but, you know, gr- girls at that age, you, you know how they are. Some, some are flirtatious. Some are just doing it for fun. You know? And I think that was the intent in some cases. But meanwhile, I'm here just, like, shaking in my seat with a boner, like, fuck, I got to hide this. This is embarrassing because I didn't want them to notice how turned on I was. Right. And they would have never, they would have never as a woman be thinking that like that's the equivalent of, you know, your cock being in their mouth. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, it's like seriously, no, 100%. they were going far with you. <laughs> exactly. So these moments would happen. And of course, I was aroused. Yeah. And I think I did mention it because one of the girls who used to do this to me did have a crush on. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I think we talked. 
And then I'm like, hey, you know, what you did in class? Like, I, I kind of like that. So she's like, oh, really? So it just kind of became a thing. But it, it was funny because I think one day she was like, hey, if you want more, you're going to have to be official with me or else this stops. So I'm like, damn. <laughs> You know what? Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, Thinking yeah. back now, I'm like, okay, I was taking advantage, so I really liked it. And she knew. Yeah. But she knew. It's like, hey, if you want more, you're, we're going to have to be official. Yeah, but nowadays, that same girl would be like, oh, you like this? I'm going to start an OnlyFans, and I'm going to have a thousand guys, and I'm going to just fucking rub my feet up. Let's take make some content. <laughs> you know, it's such a different time. Whereas back then, even to get a footsie, you had to date a girl. Nowadays, this is so different, you know? Yeah. We all grew up. You all, you guys grew up in the wrong time. It's, it's, it's oh, much, for sure. Yeah, I can only imagine if I had a fucking smartphone when I was. I would never come out of my room. Uh, yeah, like, right. All right. <laughs> so now you eventually meet your wife. Now, were you open up front about this stuff to other people, like to your guy so, friends uh, and stuff? Never, never with my guy friends. Yeah. As far as it got, because I have some friends like into some like, you know, other shit. Um, like I work with a guy who is into like BDSM. Yeah. He's all into going to jun- dungeons and all that. And <laughs> I have some friends like, no, like it's, it's fascinating to me. And he tells so for you. For me, I yeah. kind of feel like, yeah, I'm like, shit, I wish I had a story like that. I'm like, I'm just into like foot playing under the table and shit and feet stuff. Because <laughs> on one end, it's like, okay, it's unique. About the other, if you really boil it down, it's like innocent. Yeah, but the uniqueness of it and the specificness of it, if that's a word, is what really yeah. does make it as interesting as a BDSM story for sure, I think. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, but with my guy friends, I never kind of dove down that path. Now with like romantic lovers, sure. I mean, with the exception of my wife. I've been into uh, two other like serious romantic relationships, uh-huh. you know, where I did bring it up. And for the most part, you know, the, the woman indulged in it. They're like, Oh, that, that's it. You of know, course. Cool. you know, so yeah. if we go on a date, you know, I'll just slap on some nylons and Hills and, you know, tease you a little bit and we can, you know, go about our way, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so it was really cool, especially once I verbalized it and they realized it wasn't that big of a deal. You know, I think I made it like more than what it really was especially learning and reading some of those blogs on the website uh, as a teen, yeah. uh, having guys admit like, Hey, I've been married to my spouse for 30 years and there's no way I'm telling her about it. Cause I'm too embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Or I did bring it up to her, but she's, you know, not into that shit and kind of makes you feel bad for it. So all these stories scared the shit out of me. I was just going to say, how did that lead you to telling people? I think that would lead you to the opposite of never telling anybody. But you were open about it to the girls. No, you would think. You would yeah. think. So I had a, a wife before, uh, married very young. Uh-huh. And when she found out about it, I mean, I think we we're making out one day. I think I just grabbed her foot. And then the make, making out session stopped. She's like freaked out. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I just <laughs> uh, like feet. I just kind of left it at that. But as we got a little more serious, I started opening up a little more and a little more. Uh, then she went on with it. You know, it's like, okay, well, you know, I get it. So occasionally on dates, you would, you know, wear the nylons and whatnot. But during our divorce, then it kind of got thrown back in my face. Like, oh, well, I do all this silly shit for you, throwing on the heels of nylons and all that, and yada, yada, yada. So that was kind of like a blow to my openness about it I'm like well shit that's how you really feel about it then right. yeah, i feel inclined not to bring it up mm-hmm. but 
again, she was kind of a bitch, and that's why we, you know, long story short, there's a reason we're divorced. So dating other girls then, I was very vague about it, but we never got to the point where I wanted to bring it up. Until you met this girl that you're with now, your current wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was almost instantly, almost like, wow, I can't believe I just told her that fast within like three dates or some shit like that. And she was totally down. And was it because you just knew she was cool and you had an instant chemistry with each other? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was exactly it. I mean, we met online and there's already this instant attraction. I mean, nonstop texting, nonstop, you know, calling. And uh, we're actually long distance at the time. We lived uh, 300 miles apart. In the so beginning. I think in the beginning. Yeah. So we had a date. We hit it off. But she kind of had an idea. I mean, like, Later on, she admitted, like, hey, I, I, I totally knew. You are totally, like, checking out my feet. You are glancing under the table at times. Like, I had an idea. <laughs> uh, but funny as shit, because she would follow up with, like, little snapshots of her feet at work and stuff like that. Like, little teases for me. So, I'm like, holy shit. So, I'm getting this, all this content for me when I couldn't see her. And when we did our date, she would totally indulge and dress up and do the whole shebang. Quick question. Were you ever into wearing yourself pantyhose or no? No, no. To understand what uh, some hosers, uh, yeah. heterosexual, it, it, it's a thing. Yeah, no, for sure. totally. It's funny because I actually follow one of the accounts that you had on uh, with the, the couple both wore. Oh, yeah. The, I love them. They're so nice. The, t- the girl and the guy, right? And she has her own. Yeah. And they're open. They uh-huh. just put their faces on it. That one? Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, that's. That's that's pretty badass. Yeah. But I've never been into wearing myself. Uh-huh. Uh, if, if anything, uh, for a preference and just a feeling, I'll wear, like, nice dress socks, especially if I'm asking the girls, like, hey, wear the, the heels and the nylons and the dress. I'll dress up, too. I'm yeah. not going to grow up, like, dressing like a bum while she's looking all hot. Yeah. It goes together, you know? Yeah. So, now- if, you know, if anything, the nylon material does feel kind of nice against, like, a nice dress sock. But be wearing actual pantyhose or nylons, not not exactly my thing. And how specific is the fetish for you? Like, is it she's got to be using her foot on you? Is it also you using your foot on her? I like just going with the flow and whatever vibe it is. Okay, so it's all of the above, though. I mean, footsies is you. It's not just her foot in pantyhose and high heels rubbing against you also you using your feet maybe going to town on her under the table is equally as pleasing i let the girl dictate the pace it's so funny (laughs) it's funny in a sense that i'm actually embarrassed to take off my shoes in public i don't know what it is but something about a guy taking off his shoe in a restaurant i don't want to gross out the other yeah 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 But Uh but but women, I mean, you can do it all the time. Nobody minds. Yeah. You know, a woman slips off their shoe. It's like, okay, whatever. But I always have this thing where it's like, shit, if I slip it off, people are going to look, you know? I don't know. I get a little weird with that. But if the girl's kind of motioning to get my shoe off, sure. You know, if that's what she wants to do and feel my actual foot, let's do it. But I'm not going to be one to take off my shoe and fondle her unless she's into it, uh, which my wife actually is. She kind of likes more of like a like a firm calf rub. I think I did it one time. She's like, you know what? That actually feels nice. So if you can do that more, she's more into like massage, if anything. So I went with my wife. So and now, so it doesn't sound like that it's the fetish and that. It, it sounds like the fetish is really like the girl's 
foot in the pantyhose, in the high heels, under to the table, sort of taking advantage of you. Of course, it involves you eventually, but probably the fetish, it sounds like, is more specific to the woman, what she's doing to you with her foot in pantyhose in high heels. Yes. It's intent. It's intent. And, like, throughout my life, I've actually, like, encountered, like, different footsie games and situations, which is, like, a fucking turn on. Like, I remember just riding the subway one day. Uh-huh. And then, like, this random business lady just, we just kind of, like, bumped legs. And then we just, she just started rubbing. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, this is hot as fuck. I'm, like, 23 years old. You know, she's maybe, like, a late 30s, early 40s, possibly married. And mm-hmm. here we are just, you know caressing each other not saying a word not even looking at each other but you feel like that connection with somebody interesting and that happens a lot well every so often yeah Uh, and i know there's sometimes in college too where i was across the girl in the library there's a partition where i couldn't see her but again there was like a accidental foot bump and then she decides to take off her sandal and you know play away i'm like holy shit like this is actually happening yeah, this is like a hot scenario to any guy that downloaded this episode because they have the same footsie that that's like that. That's like porn, right? That's you're in the library. There's a strange person. You can't even see them. You know, you never met them before. Right? You're never going to see them again. And she takes her foot off and then she starts yep. rubbing it all over. Like it's like the hottest fuck for that. Anyone that's into this fetish, right? No, for sure. And I know at the time, again, I was too stupid to initiate. I yeah. Mean, I was a young guy. I'm over here just like shaking because this hot girl is coming on to me. But, yeah. you know, the intent was like, hey, come and talk to me and get my number. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just too stupid, you know, too much of the moment to get the next step, you know. Were you very uh, handsome or something? Were you, are you very, ha- like, good, are you like really good looking? I've never fucking played footsies with a stranger ever in my life. Okay. So like, how are you getting all these people playing footsies with you that you don't know? know? Are you right? hot? Or are you, what are you on a uh, scale of I, one to somewhat, 10? I, I would, I would say somewhat, but I honestly, I think it's just more of like my vibe and nature where people just feel comfortable around me. Uh-huh. I think that's more it where it's more inviting it's a playful it's a playful thing yeah yeah because yeah. those instances where it's like hey it's actually a foot bump and then i kind of just like do a little brush back so it's just more of like this fun you know experience mm-hmm. where it's fun yet it's like hey you're with a stranger but it's it's something innocent too and i, I think that's where i had success how did you and your wife get into like, well, start off. So you're married, your wife, you're, you're, you're right off the bat. She knows what you're into. And, you know, yeah. you guys just play footsies all the time. So when we dated, it was we schedule like these hot dates or like these nice restaurants. Did you dress up? She's like, fuck, you're into this. I'm going to dress in the night. Yeah. So like after our dates, we do our thing. And then like our sex life after is like actually pretty normal in, in a sense you know because i'm already good to go after a little footsie game then we just go back to her place yeah and, and then we just get to it <laughs> but i think just the build-up and she kind of noticed too it's like wow like all that build-up just needs like really good sex like holy shit you know i get it so it just kind of became our thing mm-hmm. and then from there i actually showed her a couple of like videos from like die lover where i'm like hey what do you think if i I filmed this shit because we're still long distance. Yeah. And she knows I, I have my needs, you know, like if I have to 
bust one out and have to do so. But she liked the idea. It's like, okay, if you're going to do it, why not it be of me? So it became like a fun game. Like sometimes she would record, sometimes I would record. We'd go into these restaurants and just kind of like prop the uh, camera under the table and just have these little games and then like play it back later, you know, mm-hmm. which was fun. And uh, a lot of the times the video was like too dark or the camera like fell. We didn't get anything. We'll have a good laugh about it. Uh, but the ones that we did make, we were like, holy shit, that's actually kind of hot. <laughs> so it'd be kind of like she's making porn for me when she's not there. Uh, then she became a thing. And then from there, I know there's uh, several different YouTube channels that were doing the same thing. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. What were yeah. the big there's ones? like random couples. Yeah. But the, it's funny because all these sites are no longer up. YouTube did a change of policy. Yeah. And took a lot of this shit down. Yeah. Which was stupid because there's worse shit on there. I know. It's weird. YouTube's weird. Yeah. But some of the couples I found, it, it, it's funny. Like, there's one couple, they were a little older, but they would film each other, like, each other in church. You can hear the fucking, like, preaching in the background. (laughs) And, like, the wife is all, like, fondling her husband. And, like, that's actually pretty fucking hot and clever, you know? Yeah, it's very, you don't get naughtier than that. Exactly. And then there's another guy. I mean, they, they took it to another level where his wife would go into random bars and lounges, and she would film her hitting on other guys oh and that's as she was a little... hitting on the other guys yeah. she was teasing them with her foot that's a little so it's kind of like it's like a, there you go so he was into being cucked yeah and you know you can see the expressions on the guy's face was like holy shit this girl's kind of coming on to me yeah so there's that sort of realism to it so knowing that there's channels like that i just got curious about making like one of our own yeah and that's how we kind of got into posting online and so tell me all about that when did you start posting? Where? What did you post? So just posting online, like most of our stuff was just like in restaurants or sometimes we just prop our feet up on the coffee table and, you know, kind of make a little video from there. But it was funny because some of the people I watched growing up and even like other uh, websites where I downloaded videos from, mm-hmm. a lot of those creators started hitting us up saying how good our shit was. Well, you've been a connoisseur since a young kid. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of cool, like, receiving compliments from, like, Your people idols. I was watching growing up. Yeah. It's like, damn, this shit just came full circle. This is pretty cool. And then also more just getting the uh, the compliments of, like, you know, hey, because, you know, they, they didn't really know, like, who was posting, whether it be me or my wife. So in terms of, you know, talking to my wife, like, oh, my God, like, you're you, you're pretty hot. And she does. She has amazing legs, my feet for that matter. And it's funny because, like, growing up, she always thought of herself kind of like a stick figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, man, I'm, I'm pretty skinny, you know, I don't have, you know, my, my tits aren't that big or whatnot. But she has phenomenal legs, and she never really noticed that. So for her getting those compliments, it's like, oh, shit, I guess I do. So it's like a good pat in the back for her. And it made me feel good. Compliment, you know, for me. I'm like, yeah, I landed this girl. So from YouTube, I know people were like asking for more. It's like, hey, do you guys do custom videos? Uh, can you wear socks? Can you do that? Do you, do you sell worn items? So we decided just to kind of go down that route of like, hey, let's just open up a page and just kind of monetize from it, you know, if, if we can. 
But start off, but you haven't given any shout outs. You're a bad marketer. Like you're not advertising well. Like you haven't given any shout outs. Like you said, you went up here and there, but like, where do you, like you're on YouTube. What's the name of your channel? What's the name of your Instagram? Oh, it got taken down. Yours got even got taken down. Okay. Yeah. So again, there's nowhere to be found. I I do have some, some like picks and bids right now. And that's why I'm not really giving a plug uh, just yet. We're kind of taking a little break. Because after we received about 15,000 followers on Instagram, we got shut down oh, and we're like, fuck it. Unbelievable. You know, like, Are you fucking kidding me? Just for no reason? It, it's just a common thing like yeah. among like the, uh, I guess, the foot fetish community. No, it's all fetish. It's all anything with sex. I hear it from swingers. I hear it from a lot of the girls that are on my thing. I mean, it's uh, it, it's not just within the foot fetish community. It's across the board. Anything with S E X. They're they're really harping down. Yeah. Right? So my old channel, like on YouTube, it was called uh, Rascal Feet. You're yeah. being rascals, you know, under the table. Uh huh. And well, the funny thing there too, like we're finding our videos uploaded on Pornhub and shit, so people are like screen recording our shit and posting it up, pretending it was us. So that's kind of annoying. Well, you could do the same thing, but no, you could do the same thing. You absolutely should have your own place on Pornhub because you can monetize on there just like on YouTube and you won't have any issues and you can make ad money on there and everything. Yeah, and I think essentially that's the route we're going to take once we get back into it. Do you have an OnlyFans? We need to set it up. Yeah. Like for us, it's more for fun. Yeah. Like I, I personally just like having the videos for me. Yeah. And when we're when we're putting stuff up, it kind of shied away from footsie because yeah. it, it's a really specific niche. Yeah. It's not that popular. And we started getting more into like the sock world where people just want to see her, me rubbing her feet in bed with socks on. Wow. You know? That was more popular. Like her selling you socks. Yeah. More popular. Yes. Which is like, <laughs> hey, choose their own. Exactly. Like, it doesn't do anything for me. Exactly. But it's easy for her. Because like, shit, somebody wants to buy my socks for like 50 bucks. Fuck, more, more power to them. Right. Uh, but it did get to the point where it became like just too much. It's like, hey, there's certain weeks where it's like, hey, just turn off the filters and I don't want to work this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it became that. And it really is like something that she enjoys doing with you for fun. You never want to if you sometimes it's a problem because, oh, what? Like if it does start to just become work, quote unquote, it can take away from that intimacy that you have together. And that's what you never want to do is ruin those hot times you guys have with each other. Right. That's really what it's all about. Even on our dates, there's times where it's like, Hey, maybe let's not just whip out the phone and try to get the best angles. Why don't we just enjoy each other for the sake of enjoying each other? Yeah. And what are your hot scenarios that you have together? Oh, for us? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, there there was a couple of times where she caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. Like there, there was a church one. That was fucking naughty. Uh-huh. We were actually visiting a friend's church. <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> she just took off her shoe. And they started like fucking around with my leg. And there's like people where we're in fucking pews. Yeah. I'm like, God, like we're gonna get like struck down right now <laughs> <laughs> for, for you doing this. And yeah. afterwards, you know, she admitted she was like, I, I don't know, I'm just I'm just really turned on right now. Yeah. Like, obviously. Well, let's go home and <laughs> do something about it. So that was actually it was fun because it was like off guard. Yeah. And I do remember the first time she kind of fucked with me like that with people around mm-hmm. and we we're dating and we met some of her friends at a pub or something and she had pants on, she had pants or, or whatever. I didn't think 
too much about it. And then all of a sudden, as where everyone was conversing, I felt her toes go up my leg, like kind of like under my pant cuff. And she had nylons hidden under her pants. Oh, so wow. Like, Holy shit. Like that's like fucking clever of you to do. Mm-hmm. And just kind of looking over at her. And I think it's just more her demeanor of how she plays it. Because if you look at her, she looks at you like, hey, what the fuck are you looking at? She plays it off. Right. Like it's not as if she's winking or giving little kissy faces. She's totally keeping her fucking cool above the table into conversation, multitasking while she's like turning me on. So um, I think that's why there's an extra layer to that on how she specifically does it. So I remember her doing that. It's like, holy shit, like this girl's like creative, but more so that she really goes out of her way. Mm-hmm. Like she gets it, you know? Yeah, um, I never, it's something special. Yeah, I never understand why when I'm talking to a lot of my hosers or guys with more tame kind of fetishes where you know they have this the sad story of them putting it on the table and their girls like i'm not fucking doing that and they don't even care when you think to yourself like if it's that easy to really turn your guy on like don't you want to do that Mm -hmm. i don't know like obviously your girl loves fucking turning you on you gave her the secret recipe and she uses it all the time and like one ups you and knows how to fucking get you off like to me i'm more wired like that like i want to do that i want to do that to the guy right like you would think most women like would be like your wife like they would get that information and then use it to their advantage all the time to be like the fucking hottest chick. But some girls, I guess, just aren't wired that way because as you hear a lot of times that these guys do spell it out, like just wear pantyhose. I love it. And they won't. They just don't do it. You're lucky that you got. And look, your first wife was a prime example. She was doing it, but she wasn't. She actually showed her cards later on that she was like fucking thought you were crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's like how you introduced it and when. You think? Uh, I do remember listening mm-hmm. to one of your episodes yeah. where I think somebody brought it up later. And when you bring it up later, it's more of like, okay, what else are you hiding? Yeah. Like, why didn't you feel the need to bring it? I, I think it's partly into that as well, mm-hmm. just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. But most of the shit, you know, hosers and foot fetish guys are into. And, and again, uh, meeting a lot of them online, like the ones who did reach out when I had YouTube and had Instagram. Yeah. They was like, hey, how, how did you land her? You're so lucky. It's, it's like, you know, but it just really boiled down to is like, hey, we had an established relationship before and I just mentioned it. We really had a sit down and I let her know, hey, this this turns me on and she understood. Yeah. I mean, it's no different than, you know, being with the girl and it's like, hey, I like having blowjobs in, in a certain way. I like doing this. I like doing that. I mean, it's, it's no different and vice versa. You mm-hmm. know, I, I don't want to be just taking up all her you know, attention, because I, I get that. She, there's shit she's into. Like, I'm going to make sure you get uh, attention as well. It's very right? it's important. Just about me, me, me. Yeah. I mean, I had Diane Hansen on, right? And she was the editor of Leg Show Magazine, which back in the day was very big, you know, and she was really well known in that community. And she got really heavily into the whole fetish community because she was that editor and she got all these emails, or not emails at the day, they were like snail mail. Uh, And she would read everything and she really realized like what the guys were really into. And then she would give him exactly what they're into. And that's how she turned the leg show into being like the number one magazine. But what she had said, because on in her own life, she had been married to uh, 
a cross-dresser and dated a cross-dresser. And what she always said was very important for guys with a fetish to do is to make sure that there is a balance and do exactly like what you just said. You know that your girl is into something. Give her that as well. So she doesn't feel like she's just performing for you all the time. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of times hosers are so desperate for the girl to do it and they're not that they're like begging that I think what the woman feels is that oh god like he doesn't want me he just wants my pantyhose like he just wants me to do this all the time you know and maybe there has to there I think that it helps if there's an exchange you're gonna do that for me because like I really fucking love that and kind of need it every now and then but what do you what do you love and do that as well because she actually, the woman who was so open to fetishes, I mean, she laughed her cross-dressing husband because it was too much for her. It was like it, he needed it all the time and there wasn't that balance. And sometimes I think fetishes can, because they are kind of compulsive, right? I mean, they're not going away yeah. anytime soon. And what you resist persists so that a lot of times it's you just don't want to put too much on your partner. You know, how do you balance it out with your girl? Exactly. How and do I think you do that's it? where I fucked up with my, uh, my Your first, first wife. wife. Right. Where there would be instances like that where we do like a Valentine's Day dinner or, or something special, you mm-hmm. know, and I specifically like, buy her nylons and buy her these heels. And then when she gets ready, she doesn't have it on. And then I'm like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, like we're supposed to have a good time out and yada, yada, yada. Uh-huh. But then she's like reasoning with me. It's like, look, dumbass, you want me to walk, you know? Because where the restaurant is, we have a lot of walking. You want me to wear these fucking heels. These pantyhose are uncomfortable. So I'm going to be, like, really uncomfortable the whole time just to, like, get you off. So I just didn't really – I took it more as, hey, she's not wanting to please me. Didn't see it more like, hey, I'm making her uncomfortable, especially the place we're going. If she's, like, going to be overdressed or uncomfortable or it's like too fucking hot (laughs) and maybe you were asking yeah and maybe you were asking a lot it's about that balance i mean what do you do exactly and so how do you have that balance or how do you feel like you've done that right with this woman that you're with and she has it right like she even said hey like because she's not one just to wear nylons and heels like every day yeah uh, mm-hmm. I think she, when we met, she yeah. had an office job uh-huh. and she would send pics like occasionally. It's like, hey, look what I'm wearing today. Yeah. But with her, it's a matter of comfort. And she hit the nail on the head. She's like, look, if I always wore it, you'd get used to it. Yes. So it's kind of like an extra treat when I surprise you with it. I love that. That's actually smart. She's right. That actually is like really true. Yeah. And there many times where I don't expect it, you know, just come in, she's getting ready and she has like the nylons like out in the bed. She just kind of mm-hmm. looks up. Like, oh, it's going to be a fun night. And I think an instance did happen. I think we're at a casino. uh, It's walking around. And she wanted to look sexy, you know. And she had, like, a nylon malfunction. I think think the pair she got was, like, too big. They're, like, falling down and shit. (laughs) And just kind of seeing, like, her frustration and anger. Yeah. Like, it it took, like, all the fun out. Uh I can already tell. She went out of her way to put all this stuff on for me. And then I'm like, you know what? Let's go back up to the room get out of that we're gonna enjoy our night like it's not fun for me if you're uncomfortable and pissed off that you're like constantly pulling up your nylons all night you know just takes the fun out so we do have that balance sometimes we do plan for it i mean when we were making content we're like hey we're gonna go out uh we're gonna go out to this lounge because there's like a little table in the back no one's gonna fuck with us we can do filming there enjoy our drinks or whatever And other times it's spontaneous, Mm -hmm. but honestly, like when it boils down to it, I just like the spontaneous shit sometimes. 
where we'll just be out with some friends and then all of a sudden it happens with no filming. I mean, that that's honestly the best. Yeah, and she plays into that. She definitely plays into that. She knows that you like that and she does that for you. And I think what's most important or what what you both do that's right is you do both give to each other equally like you will say no fucking problem if she's uncomfortable and doesn't want to do it but you would you do that because she does give it to you often like let me tell you if she was your first wife and she was never giving it to you and the time she put it on it was uncomfortable you'd be like just fucking do it like you wouldn't say don't worry about it because you never have it but because she's is always giving it to you you're more likely to be like don't worry about this time and that's how working as a team works where you're both giving to each other and there's a compromise and everybody's happy because it's when it's one-sided it's just you just never yeah you can't get past it how long you been married for uh we've been married going on two years been together for uh seven total when did you wind up how many years into it did you guys like stop being long distance uh three years so Mm -hmm. we're long distance for three years right and Uh, then we finally moved in and did that and how long well, ago did you lose all your social media and everything oh boy so it, it's been about a year and a half wow and again like if like if we get the bug to go back into it sure yeah it's just honestly right now i mean we got other life shit you yeah. know going on that we couldn't really put the attention needed because mm-hmm. when we did it it was a lot of fucking work like i just thought hey we just make these fun little videos <laughs> yeah. while we're already you know doing our thing posting and people are going to buy fuck no it's like you gotta be you gotta stay consistent in the post and the marketing and yeah. linking to these other outlets where people can download the videos you gotta keep talking it's like going to the gym if you stop going to the gym you lose your muscles it's like anything else it's yeah. like it's not exactly. something you do once put together and then it just generates profit like you it, it's a constant everyday uh-huh. thing but i wonder though i wonder if i'm gonna get emails from people that are gonna be like i knew that fucking guy like were you guys kind of big or people knew of your stuff like did you have a lot of followers Oh boy, I think on YouTube, we only had like 500 followers, uh-huh. but it was a niche crew. Yeah, and it's yeah, funny because yeah. I, I didn't tie the YouTube into the Instagram at all. Yeah. Because we lost the YouTube, uh-huh. and then we just came out like with a whole new name. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, like Cali's some, uh, something like that. Yeah. And we didn't tie the two together, but people found us. They're like, wait a minute, you were the couple on YouTube. Oh, I interesting. I remember this video yeah. <laughs> from like two years ago. I'm like, holy shit. Because you use like that hashtag footsie. Yeah. Like we're, we're popping up. It's such a distinct niche. Yeah, totally. I feel like because it is a niche thing that people are looking for it. There's not a lot of content. So if you post it and use that, they find it. And then they probably saw similarities. Now, let me ask you this. Can you send me like a little video or picture to post on my Patreon just for my Patreon members? They'll get to see something because I I, I think that would be like fun extra content if you don't have it anywhere else anyway. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, I'll be happy to send it. Yeah, that yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, you're really lucky to have found your girl. I think it's cool. If you ever do decide to do it again, because you're such a a person like a like I said, a connoisseur of this fetish, because you have it, you really are the perfect person to make stuff that other people will like, right? Because you're you're just gonna do what you would like. So you know, if you ever wind up getting back into it, you could come back on the show and you could advertise everything. But there's probably a big audience for it. I wonder if I'm going to get any emails from people that are like, I remember them. Yeah. 
It's cool though, but it definitely is a trip. Yeah, totally. So does your, I'm assuming your girl knows you're calling in, right? Oh yeah. 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 So she's, she's never one to talk. Like even in the custom videos. Yeah. I think she did one and this is where we were exposed to like different sort of fetishes. Yeah. Cause the customs we had were never, they're hardly ever footsie. Mm -hmm. They were just like other stuff. Yeah. Or I think one where she wanted, uh, the, the guy wanted her to like talk down to him. Yeah. And call him a slave and football and all that shit. So meanwhile, I'm here just like holding the fucking video because it was live. Yeah. It was just like a little FaceTime. And then we're just trying not to like bust up. I'm like, <laughs> hey, be serious. He's paying you money. Yeah. You know, like demean him, call him little bitch boy and shit like that. <laughs> so I think after that, she's like, okay, I can't talk. I, I can't do this. I'm, I can't make it sexy. I can't be serious. <laughs> well, it's acting if that if that's the play case, yeah. right? And that's oh, it could be sure. hard. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's not a fucking sure. actress. <laughs> uh. That's so funny. Well, send me uh, like a little video to go with this or whatever you can. I'll put it on my Patreon. Thanks so much for calling in. Like I said, I thought Fitzy's was just like two feet touching. I didn't realize like this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely intent. But intent, meaning like intent to turn you on, right? That's the intent. Yeah. Well, like I just like I always go back to like the movie scenes, right? Yeah. Where, like each movie scene's a little different. Yeah. And a lot of the times this actually kind of used like in a, in a comical way. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you, you got the wrong foot. So <laughs> two people think they're playing. But yeah. They're yeah. The right yeah. Person. Yeah. You use it in that way. It's like a gag. Right. And then like another common way, it's like, OK, the infidelity. Where all of a sudden the guy just kind of like looks under and it's like his wife's sister or some shit coming on to him. Yeah. So it's just like a little tactic use of like, oh shit, there's something going on or potentially going to happen. And then there's also where sometimes it's just like sexy as fuck, where it's just like a couple and the camera pans down. They're just kind of, you know, enjoying each other, which, which I think is the best. Right. And because maybe you're in public and the people know it's also a little bit of exactly. that. Right. People don't know what's going exactly. on right in front of them while they're watching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally got it. I mean, I'll be curious to see your video. Send it to me. This will be up on a fetish Friday footsies. I'll, I'll let you know if I get anybody right in that told me that they know about you guys or know who you are. I'm sure I'll get oh, that'll be a trip. emails from <laughs> other people. Whenever I put up a specific fetish, I always get a lot of people emailing me. I keep my fetish Friday, my fetish Fridays going on because like these things are very niche, right? And they're not as big of an audience as like swingers or hot wives, but it's still people out there and nobody's really doing content specific to that. So I'm like, I always like putting stuff out there like this. And uh, because I reach new people, you know, all the people into footsies yeah. that I never knew existed. So I think it was super interesting. And that's what brought me to your podcast. I think I seen like a fetish Friday advertised. Yeah. And kind of hearing some of the guys' stories. I'm like, yep, that, that was me growing up. I felt the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in a yeah. relationship like that. I, it, it totally resonated with me. Yeah, so that's what I love. It me to like to reach out. And like, like you found out when you were younger and found that one guy's stuff that it's like, I think the most important thing in life is knowing that you're not alone and not feeling so weird or, you know, or that you're the only one. So I think it's really important for people with specific fetishes to know that there are other people out there with their fetish, you know, and that they're not Absolutely. alone and it's not that uh, uncommon. You know, like I said, I never knew that guys were into wearing pantyhose. I never knew that guys were into feet as much until I did my show. And now I'm like, oh, 
you're in a room with 10, 20 of your guy friends, lock the doors and make them all drop their pants. I wonder if maybe one guy would be wearing pantyhose out of your friends. You just don't know. <laughs> Nobody talks about yeah. it, you know? <laughs> so, uh, so there you go. So anyway, yeah. Mark, what I call you? Mark. Mark. Oh, Mark. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, Mark. Thank you so much for calling in and telling your story. It was fascinating. Oh, thank you for having me, Jesse. All right. Send me that video or picture or whatever. Will do. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.